Hello and welcome. You are listening to Stuff You Should Know About Therapy. We are the number one podcast for seekers of mental health. We offer roughly quarter hour bites of therapy that you can finish in one sitting and take with you for the rest of the day. My name is Matthew and I'm a marriage and family therapist as well as a certified family life educator. The most valuable thing in our lives is attention. And I thank you for giving me yours for this podcast. I hope it serves you well. Let's get in to today's episode. Today, I want to direct your attention to the developing topic of sex and helpful ways to challenge thinking around it and how to have it be a healthy part of our lives. What are our values? Because some people don't know, and if we aren't clear about them, they can easily slip to something like power or control. I'm not making a judgment, but if we look closely enough, I would bet that most of us do not want to live with those values. And we would hope that our partners don't have them. For example, I have a client who is a creative. In his best state of mind, his values are to create things that make other people happy. When he gets insecure, he can easily slip into valuing attention or praise. His life seriously improved when he got clear with himself about this. Because now, when he feels himself slipping into values out of fear, he could say to himself, No, those aren't my long-term values. I need to ignore what my fear is telling me. If he finds himself stuck in one of those moods, now he simply takes a walk. This is not a trivial matter. The values to which we align ourselves dictate the entirety of our lives, including our sexual relationships. What are your values when it comes to sexual intimacy? If you don't know, they will default to something ugly and that will slowly eat the relationship from the inside out. It's obviously not something that's taught in school, but it is vitally important to understand if we can't get clear and consistent about our values, then we lack character. If we lack character, how can we respect ourselves? And if we don't respect ourselves, how are we expected to respect our partner? If we ever find ourselves 
getting insecure in our relationship and feel that we want to demonstrate power or control over our partner, it is likely a clear sign that we need to take a firm step back and think about what we want from our life. Do we want to be power-seeking or love-seeking? Remember, it is okay to have any thought, but it is our actions that define us. When we demonstrate security, love, selflessness, and commitment, our partners will be encouraged to do the same. Libido can be a purely biological aspect. It is more common for women to have lower sex drives on average than men. This says nothing for the individual, though. Your situation could be the exact opposite, and that's okay. However, sometimes a low libido is an indication of a problem in the relationship. This could stem from a lack of trust, honesty, or communication. These things don't come to us effortlessly and easily like they do in the movies. Love, in fact, takes work. And that never means something is wrong. The mentioned qualities are reversed for a reason. They are hard. They ask us to be brave. Bravery is different from foolishness, though. If we are deeply non-communicative in a relationship, suddenly expressing every grievance from the past 10 years will probably only make things worse. Bravery is something to be done thoughtfully, step by step. What is the first clear step we can take towards sexual health? Often, we know what it is deep down. Maybe it is time to call a therapist, have a difficult conversation, or do a small, kind act of apology. Whatever it is, trust your gut. Do it. Remember, every 1,000-mile journey begins with one single step. Liking or disliking 
a body can again be biological. We are wired to like certain things and dislike others. But this is actually usually just a psychological cover for some deeper dissatisfaction of the self. Elderly people have no issue sleeping with other elderly people, let's say. That's where their expectations are. And they very much enjoy themselves together. Attraction is just as much about expectation as it is about objective reality. If we find ourselves dissatisfied with our partner's body, it could be an indication that we aren't in love with ourselves. And we simply project that self-hatred on the nearest possible thing. Those we love. Yes, it is true that we hurt the ones closest to us because unfortunately we feel like they can repeatedly take it. I have clients who report almost magically reigniting attraction to their partner by doing more self-care and self-love. Once we truly love ourselves, it becomes a lot easier to love those around us. The first step towards loving our surroundings is to fully accept ourselves. If we think the problem is in our partner's body, chances are we just need to dig a little deeper internally to find that it is really about us. Learn to love yourself first. And loving our partner will automatically arise. So, what does communicating with our partner look like? The answer to that question is simple. It's up to you. I want to thank you so much for listening today. Where we put our attention is what our lives are made of. And I thank you for letting me be a part of your life today. If any of this was helpful to you, please share it with someone you love. If you have a moment, please leave a review. Anything you can write down about the podcast would mean the world to me. I don't know about you, but I always check the reviews before I start a new podcast.
So if you think someone would like this, please help them out by writing a review. I thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I hope you take something from this episode and it makes your life a little brighter.